Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. First thing is an email, which I find interesting because I'm sure a lot of you have gone down this road or certainly a friend or somebody you know has. Hi now, I love the show. We'd love some advice. I have a moral dilemma. Last week I was in a car crash. A female driver taking her kids home from school wasn't paying attention and drove into the back of me. I was shaken. I was going to say I was shaken but not stirred. I was shaken but physically unharmed. However, I think I feel a twitch in my neck coming on. I'm sure you do. Uh, now my family is on the breadline. My mortgage is through the roof. And to be honest, only uh, the night before my wife was crying about the death that we face in the new year. It was as if the man upstairs heard me and gave, the, gave me this opportunity. My maid tells me I could get a quick five grand if I claim whiplash and other injuries that are difficult to prove. I'm not a thief, I'm not a liar, but I'm struggling. And I don't know if I can afford to take the high road. In other words, the high moral road. That comes from John. And insurance companies nowadays, he's right. If somebody rever- or runs into the back of you, it's cut and dry. That's it. It's their fault. There's no question about it. There's no need to call the guards. Of course, unless somebody's harmed. You know, you don't really have to call the guards in these situations. Take a few photographs. Show Swap insurance details. Make sure you take photographs of the damage. Make sure you take photographs of the other person's insurance disc. You know, the guards don't have the time to go to every little small bang ding. You know, if it's a serious accident, of course, people's hurt, call the guards, obviously. But he walked away from this perfectly fine. But now he feels a twinge in his neck. Now, I have had in the last 10 years... At least, I've had three times somebody ran, twice somebody ran into the back of me and once somebody reversed into me. And thankfully I had a dash cam to show that he reversed into me. Otherwise he was trying to claim that I ran into the back of him. Each time I could have put in a massive claim, but I didn't. On one occasion, one insurance company were so concerned, they kept ringing me over and over again asking me how I felt. And I kept saying, I feel fine. I feel fine. And they said, look, look, do you mind if we settle the third-party claim? I said, look, there is no third-party claim here. I feel perfectly fine. I'm okay. Just got a bit of a bang, bit of a jolt. You know, I'm a little bit sore, but I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm not going to die. I don't need any hospitalization. And they said, I tell you, they said, we tell you what, we'll settle it for, this is the truth. This is going back about five, six years ago. We'll settle it for 1,500 euro if you sign a waiver saying you won't put in a claim. Or that's the final settlement. And I said, but what's that for? And they, well, just in case you incur any, you know, doctor's expenses, you know. And I went, okay. So they gave me 1,500 quid just to go away rather than me claiming. And that's what happens with your insurance money. And I even said I didn't really want it, but they insisted I take it to sign this, you know, go away thing. Now, if you put in a claim for whiplash in this country, it's gone down substantially. Years ago, you'd have got 15, 20 grand for whiplash. Now you won't. Now you'll probably get about 5,000. But you will get 5,000. Grab a solicitor, send them in, they'll settle out of court, five grand, your solicitor gets 1,500 quid for taking the case. That's usually the way it happens. And, you know, it's wrong. We are a very litigious society. But should you do it? People will argue, ah, but you look, nobody gets hurt financially. The only people that gets affected is the insurance company. Generally speaking, the parent is, person's not going to lose a no-claims bonus if they have protection or no-claims bonus, protection, blah, blah, blah. So, realistically, what's the harm? I'm short of a few quid. Five grand will come in handy. It'll be settled in two or three months. I get my car fixed if there's any damage to it and I get five grand in my pocket. What's the harm? So, is there any harm in it? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 188 0008. 087 188 0008. 
I don't want to encourage people to do it, by the way, because if you do it and it's fraudulent, of course, remember, that's illegal. And I want to point that out clearly to you. 087-188-0008. Would you do it for five grand? If no one was ever going to find out that you were lying, like you don't have to grab a collar on your hand like that. Hi, how you doing, Nicholas? Hi, how are you? Good. Nicholas, would you do it? Definitely not. No? No. No, there's no way. I don't know if I'd be able to sleep at night knowing that I'd uh, done something fraudulent. Yeah, but I, I understand, and I, I couldn't sleep at night knowing I'd done something fraudulent, but so many people do it, Nicholas. Well, you know, nowadays, when somebody hits the back of you, the first thing that happens when you get home is somebody says, you know, you can put a claim in. You can nearly be sure the person's got to put a claim in. Yeah, I understand that, but that's why insurance companies charge us so much, because there's so much fraud going out. And you know what? I thought that too, Nicholas, and that's what insurance companies tell us all the time. But if you look over the last 10 years, and I only saw the uh, the data today, on the there's a graph, uh, it was posted up online. Insurance claims went and spiked around 2013, and then they started to drop back down again. But insurance prices did the opposite. They went down while the claims were on, and then they went back up. So insurance prices are going back up, even though claims are coming down. So that's a bit of a lie by the insurance companies. They're making massive profits. Right. I'm not, now, by the way, I'm not justifying claiming. I'm just no, saying. Not. I'm just saying there doesn't seem to be the direct correlation between the amount of claims and the money they're charging people for insurance. Mm, mm. Yeah, somebody's lining their pockets somewhere. Oh, well, yeah, insurance companies are. And CEOs of insurance companies are lining their pockets well and truly because they know you must have it by law. It's something that we all have to have. I know. And it is mandatory. Yeah. And, and, that's, and, and that's the problem is that they can charge what they want to. Because they know that they can get away with charging it, but still, like take the moral ground. You know, you have to you have to also consider that you're you're you yeah. If you get caught, I mean, it's it's illegal. Well, it is illegal. But when you say if you get caught, and again, I don't want to encourage people to do it, unless you're putting in a large claim for the you know you can't walk anymore or something like that, then you most likely will be investigated. But insurance companies are well used to just paying out for whiplash claims because it is the most unprovable um, injury that you can get. There is nobody that can prove that you haven't got whiplash. That's the, that's the problem with a whiplash claim. So nobody can say you can't have it because you're the only one who feels it. Soft muscle tissue damage, isn't that what they call it? Right. Mm. Yeah. So it is a problem. Now, that's why in the last 15 years, they've reduced the payout for whiplash. It used to be about 15 grand. It's now only about four or 5,000, I think. Okay, mm. right. But you wouldn't do it? No, no, definitely And not. you drive, Nicholas? I do, yeah. I actually drive for a living. And have you ever had an accident? Anyone ever run into you? You ever run into anybody? Uh, not in this country, no. Okay. I, I get the kind of the South African accent there. Is that am I wrong in thinking that? <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Okay. Have you ever run into anybody in South Africa? <laughs> uh, no, but somebody has run into me. Okay. And did you? Yeah. Were you badly injured? No. No. Okay. So there was no claim involved there, apart from the damage to the car, maybe. No. Yeah. No. Just to the car. Okay. All right, Nicholas. Thank you for that. Let me just go to Gareth. Gareth, hi. How are you? 
Not too bad, Niall, yourself? Good. Gareth, you know, we are now living in a very litigious world where people are suing each other left, right and centre. It's not unusual for people to put in whiplash claims and I've got a bad back and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, so people are claiming for anything now it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, they will. Once they think they can get it. Well, that's it, but the way I look at it is if you you are injured and you do do a claim, well, then you're entitled to something to help you. Absolutely. But if there's nothing wrong with you, it's bad luck money. It always comes back, karma always comes back and bites you in the ass with it. I would say the majority of claims are exaggerated. Oh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, a lot of them can be. Yeah, the majority probably are. A lot of them can be. I mean, people do get a bit injured, you know, but I would oh, say yeah. the majority of injured. Any of them that's injured, you say, yeah, it is. If it's something there to help you, no problem at all. But a lot of them are just there, just to, to claim away. Like, I got an email one time there two years ago. And I better not say a whole lot because it's coming to court this year. Oh, next year, sorry. Um, about an, a claim. And I... I didn't make any claims on a car crash. So this person rings me up and you know, wanted to talk to me. I didn't really believe them. They said they were a detective. I didn't believe. Them. And uh, he says, oh, no, I'll meet you, I'll meet you up. And we met up anywhere in a place. And there was two, two detectives and he had a big file in front of him. And he says, you live in a San Micra? No. Right, he says, uh, you're from Dundalk? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um... And he's looking through the book, and next he says, uh, you have a doctor called, whatever his name is, an Indian doctor. No. He goes, but you're after getting 15,000. No, I didn't. Next, he went through another page and found a page of the person that done it. Now, there's a big difference in me and the other chap that was after making the claim. But everything about me, my name, address, the whole lot, and claim, put a false claim in saying I was them. Um, your man got 15,000 out of it. Oh, God. I, I remember something similar happened to somebody I knew years ago. She she tipped off the back of somebody at a roundabout. You know the way somebody would be pulling out a roundabout in front of you, you know, waiting for the traffic oh, to clear. Yeah. Oh, it is yeah. yeah, and then you're looking right as well to see if it's clear for you too. And what happened yeah. was the person Stop stopped. Front, yeah. They stopped in front of them. So she tipped off the back of them. There was three people in the car. Um, there was some, a kid in the back and there was two adults in the front. Um, I'm not... I don't want to cast aspersions on any particular communities, right? But the guard arrived at the scene and said, you said to the person that I knew who hit the back of them, he said, look, you're a victim in this. And he said, what do you mean? He said, they've done this before. I know them. And he went, oh, for God's sake. So anyway, the claim went in. When the claim went in, there were six people in the car. (laughs) So, yeah, and... And here's the bad part about it. Even though there was clear evidence that it was a tip, there was hardly any damage whatsoever, there was nobody really injured, even though there was an ambulance called, um, the insurance company wouldn't take it to court and just paid it out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you don't have a choice, even though they're they're there to represent you. They're your insurance company. You're paying them yearly, whatever it is, 600 quid. They just pay. You can ring them and say, listen, I'm telling you there was nobody injured. I'm telling you I only tipped it. I'm telling you there was only three people in the car, not six. They'll just go, oh, yeah, but look, it's not work on to court, but there's costs and everything else. It's easier just to pay it out. And they just pay it out. Well, tell you, the dash cams, oh. I know some of them are very expensive, but they're well Oh, the I tell you, here's the thing. I've well said watered. this before. They should be, they should be a legal requirement in a car. I'd say there will be eventually because there's just too many claims coming in now. Yeah, well, thankfully, all the newer cars, particularly all the new electric ones, do have built-in dash cameras on the wing mirrors and everywhere. 
but absolutely they should be a legal requirement because I mentioned there at the start of the show around the corner from the radio station I was coming into the car park one day and a fella stopped like that on the corner and I didn't know where he was going I thought he was stopping because he was trying to pull into a parking spot and he I stopped behind him and he reversed straight back into me got out of the car yeah. and tried to accuse me of running into him I have a dash cam yeah. I said sorry mate you're barking up the wrong tree here I called the guards the guards then did him for dangerous driving <laughs> and, he, oh. and his insurance ended up paying for the damage to the front of my car, but only because I had the dash cam. If I hadn't yeah, had the dash I cam, it was his word against mine. I'd have been doomed. Well, I know a chap that was in town here and he was driving out of a, um, a uh, shopping centre and this child was coming along on the bike. The child picked up the bike, threw the bike against the car, lay in the ground and the mother came over roaring at, at the man because she hit the child, but she didn't. The child just done it on purpose. Yeah. And she, he got sued for that then as well. Oh, I know. I know. I did the scam. But but anyway, back back to this geezer. You know, he's kind of saying that he's in debt up to his eyes. The family could do with the money. It's only five grand. There's no victims as far as he's concerned, apart from the insurance company. You wouldn't do it, Everyone's in debt. No, I wouldn't do it because karma will come back at you. Mm. It's bad luck money. It's bad luck money. Everyone's in debt. Look, if you're in debt, get up off your ass, get another job, get a second job if you have to. Don't be around trying to screw people up. Yeah, because it's theft, theft, isn't it? Then his, yeah, his insurance then is a good reason then to fuck up. I, I, then it's not um, everyone, someone hurts is hurting in the end of it. Yeah. doesn't matter who. Well, hang on, let me go to Donal as well. Donal, hi, how are you? How are you doing, Donald? You well? I'm good, Donal. What, what do you reckon? You. Would you do it? No, I would. I personally wouldn't do it, but I'd find it very hard to be as hard as this gentleman you have on there to be to judge anyone else. Like the real, the, the real scum in this, like the real people that's causing all this money and the, and the easy lands, it's the doctors, the solicitors, the court system. That's the real problem. And when you have people saying, "Oh, insurance policies are going up because of claims," I guarantee you, if claims were cut by ninety percent in the morning. Do you really believe that insurance costs will come down? They won't come down. No, they won't because come down. Well, they, well, they, well, the, the claims have dropped substantially in the last three or four years. And they still haven't come down. No. Insurance companies are greed. And greed, greed, greed. That's all they are. So they're the real perpetrators of this. They really are. And it's money for jam, like. I don't know if you've ever heard that expression before. Oh, I did. That's what I really yeah, I did, yeah. it, 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 I, I was in the army, okay? With, so we talk about the deafness claims. I know for a fact solicitors rang soldiers, rang ex-soldiers, rang men that was only in the FCA. They didn't even have to go to the solicitors. They rang them. The right. money was just thrown out to them. Oh, by the way, Donald, it's been a while since you've been on with us, by the way. How's the old bus driving on? Oh, what's going great? I'm, I'm actually working here now tonight. I'm up on Ratty Castle. Uh, I hope you're finished watching Little House on the Prairie at this stage. Are you, yeah, uh, you... I am. I'm not, actually, I tell you one thing, I'm watching a fabulous thing on Netflix called <laughs> The Heist, The Money Heist. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a Spanish program. I, just, I, but I, I only thought of you the other night because a picture popped up on my feed on TikTok, right? And yeah. it was it was the actress who plays Nellie Olsen and what she looks like now. I, I was I was looking at that. I was looking at that. And when I seen it, I went... Jeez, I haven't heard from Donal in ages. 
I, I'm surprised you're still under radio, actually. I, 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 I don't know one thing, this hate speech bill, that'll put a stop to you. Once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'll, that'll put a stop to anybody talking freely on the radio, to be honest with you. I'll tell you one thing, that'll clip your wings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Donal, Donal, getting back to the insurance anyway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Look, the claims have gone down, the insurance is still going up. Yeah. Are, you, are you saying to me, so you don't feel too bad if somebody puts in a fake claim? I, I, I find it very hard to judge somebody now. Like, put this way, look at insurance companies. It's like betting on a horse. They, they, they make a bet that nothing is going to happen. So they're going to take your money and bet that nothing happens. And, and, and nine happen, times out of ten, it doesn't. You're right. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't. Money. And yeah. when it does happen, they still take, and then they take extra money off you. <laughs> I know. So it, 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 it's like the horse loses, but they're getting back the money. See, this, is, this are, is what I never understood about insurance. Well, particularly car insurance. Like, if your house is robbed, your house insurance doesn't go up, right? But, but yeah. when your car is crashed into, or you crash into a car, even if it's a small yeah. amount of damage, yeah. you lose your no-claims bonus. Exactly. So, it, 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 it's ridiculous. I never understand it. I never, I, like, you, ha- you have to have it. I understand that. But, like, it's like everything. Insurance companies are like banks. Like, there's no, the government will come out, you'll have a couple of ministers come out, oh, we're going to call them in, we're going to clamp down them and everything. Is that. No, it's not going to happen. No, no, it's so not. So, how, how, can, how can you really, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't do it now. Like, there's no such thing as a victimless crime. People will say there is. No, there isn't. There is. There's always a victim. Yeah. There is always a victim at the end of it. But, having said that, you'd have yeah. to walk on somebody's shoes. Yeah, it's kind of hard, it's hard to see the victim with the insurance companies, isn't it? We'll just say, we'll just say you had a genuine accident now, right? And it wasn't, you, you were hit from behind, it wasn't that hard, but you were hit, okay? And you weren't injured. And if somebody walks up to you and says to you, I know a solicitor, just go down and see him. You walk in the door, that solicitor more or less tells you, I will give you this, you will get this money. It's all you have to do is what I ask you to do. Mm. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Like, can can any, everyone put their hand in their heart and say, no, I wouldn't do it? Well, Garrett said he wouldn't. But I, I believe him. I, I, I do believe him, but I don't think Garrett represents the majority of people. Like. Mm. Yeah, see, Garrett, I don't think you do represent the majority. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> you know, but, but it's the system. And it's just, my own good. Yeah, well, actually, both of you stayed there a second. Let me just go to Darren as well. Darren, hi, how are you? Good evening, Niall. How are you? Good evening, Darren. Would you blame the guy for trying to get the five grand? Uh, it's complete fraudery. Yeah, well, it is. We know that. There's a big difference now between claiming on personal injury and just claiming off someone's insurance. Well, well, that's what you would be claiming off somebody's insurance for personal injury. I know, injury. but if, if, when it comes to claiming off someone's personal insurance, something happens to you. That's where your moral compass comes in, or if you have one at all. So what else would you be claiming off? Well, you can claim off someone's insurance without claiming personal injury. Well, what, what other way would you be claiming? Well, if you crash into someone. No, I, no, I gave the scenario at the start. Well, you know, there was no damage done to the car, really. A bit of a tip. Probably a couple yeah, of hundred bits worth of damage. If you're, in a, if you're in a bad crash and, like, no one is hurt, you're going to claim off each other's insurance to fix the damage of your car. That's fair enough. No personal, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair, fair enough. enough, yeah. Well, if you're trying to claim personal injury when there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, well, then that's pure fraud. But, well, then the majority of people are probably claiming fraud because are, are, are fraudulent because you know as well as I do, the majority of personal injury claims are, are basically exaggerated. Oh, but if you've seen the yard for work and you've seen the amount of insurance cards that come in every day, you'd be baffled. Yeah. 
I, I also I also see these companies who do the you know the resprays and the panel beating, you know, giving the most outrageous quotations. Because they because they can. And you know, when you go into them and you say, I've a bit of a tip there in the back, and you fix it for me, and they look at it and they go, Is it insurance? Are you paying for yourself? And you go, Oh, it's insurance. Ah, no bother. Yeah, yeah. They lash whatever they want out. If you're paying for yourself, it'd be half the price. Yeah, the insurance have a lot of money, you see. Mm. And they don't care, you see, it's just a claim. But they're really like they get people out to like forensically go through your car if you're claiming something specifically from someone. If the claim is if the claim seems unreasonable, they'll send an assessor out. Yeah, yeah, and it's only in the news today about the whiplash claims being uh, they're going to get taken down because in France, the most you get for whiplash is two grand. In this country, you get about eighteen twenty grand. No, you won't. Not anymore. That's not anymore now. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it, no. The the eighteen or twenty grand has been gone for the last three or four years. You would be lucky now for whiplash to get you know maybe five thousand. And he could be waiting six or eight months. Like, so I don't know what he's on about getting. He's not going to get between now and the new year. Well, you can settle these claims with the insurance company reasonably quickly because the insurance companies are quite happy to settle quickly if they to avoid you even claiming more because they don't want you to go to a solicitor. So they might turn around to you and say, well, look, you know, how much, what, what sort of, I've been to the doctor. Yeah, I've got whiplash. They might turn around and say, well, look, we'll give you four grand. You know what I mean? And you might go, okay, I'll take that. A solicitor will tell, the, well, in the commons, the victim, to claim as much as they can because the more they claim, the more they're going to get paid. Mm. But a solicitor will literally tell the people to claim, oh, go to a doctor, get as many letters as you can, say you're suffering from as much stress, everything from the crash. You get as much money as Oh, possible. yeah, you're having nightmares, you're wet in the bed, you're all sorts of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... It all needs to like, change, like. Yeah. Uh, no. Yes, sorry, Donald. Mike, can you just give me a, one quick minute? Uh, my, bo- my boss uh, owned for a, a quite large coach company, and he had an accident some, some years ago where this fellow was hit, right? And this, this gentleman owned his own business. Now, my boss, at his own expense, paid a private detective and videoed this man. He was caught lifting fierce heavy things into his van, lifting them out, everything else there. The case went to court, and it was thrown out. The judge thrown out the case, right? Yeah. Then my boss yeah. asked the insurance company, "Would he reimburse you for the, the cost. private detective?" Yeah. And the insurance company said, "No, you got that private detective yourself." Man. He saved the insurance company hundreds of thousands of euros, and the insurance company still says, "No, you done that yourself." Man. Yeah, you should have got the judge to order the insurance company to pay it for him. But well, stay, we'll stay there, both of you. A second, let me just bring Steve in on this as well. Steve, hi, how are you? So we've all concluded that the insurance companies are making money out of this. Millions, the billions are making money out of it. Millions. Um, the, the the garages who are fixing the cars are making money out of it. Yeah. And we've also concluded that this guy actually did have his car hit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's not. He, he, now let's be clear. He says in the email he was he was shaken but was physically unharmed. However, dot dot dot. I think I feel a twitch in my neck coming on. Now you know so what that why means. Why not take the yeah? Why not take the bull by the horns and do what every one of the other corrupt arseholes are doing, like the garages? Is it Darren there who works for a garage? Says he sees all these cars coming in. I don't know if he works for a garage or not, but these these people are prof- these people are all profiteering off of crashes. So why, in the name of Jesus, or the ordinary man who is doling out insurance money every year, not go out of hell with it? 
I'm, I'm putting in a claim on this. Can anybody give me Steve, a reason you, other Steve. than, oh, it's immoral? Yes, Darren? Do you drive? Do I drive? Yes. How much is your insurance in a car? 1800 a year. 1800 quid? What car is it? I, I, now, see, unfortunately, I was banned for like 15 years. So he has an endorsement oh, on his license, I, yeah. I, I have a shit then, history. Yeah, yeah, so oh, I have a shit history. Mm-hmm. But my What's insurance now, I'm 33, I'm 33, and my insurance only 500 quid. So, like, mm-hmm. if people, if, if my insurance only 500 quid on, like, a, a, well, not a standard car, what has everyone given out about the price of insurance? Because surely the price of insurance for people is not much more than that, especially for people around my age and older. Yeah, mine, mine is about, okay. my, my insurance is 650 Okay, so congratulations for you all. You have great cheap insurance. At the end of the day, it's not cheap. No, hold on, it's not cheap. Six fifty is expensive enough. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, but uh, you all have insurance. How many? How many times have you claimed off that insurance? Have you got your money's worth back? Because it 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 does turn out that the people making money from this but, are the white collar. Uh, Steve, hold on. When you say have you got your money's worth out of it, you hope that you'll never get your money's worth out of it because you don't want to ever have an accident. The whole idea of insurance is it's a gamble, essentially. If you don't have insurance, you could find yourself in a lot of trouble, as you found out many, many years ago. But in saying that, the reason for insurance is that gamble that you're taking, that if you have an accident, somebody else is going to pay the damage, not you. Are you, ex- are you explaining insurance? No, I'm, I'm explaining it to you because you're saying to me that you should get your money back. You don't ever get your money back unless the doomsday situation happens. Niall, hold on a second. There's greedy assholes sitting up at the top of the towers, rubbing their hands together, pushing insurance up, not because of people making fake claims. It's because they're making billions and billions of euros out of it. Why shouldn't the common man turn around and go, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to make a few quid out of this as well? I really don't understand villainizing or going, it's fraud. How could they sleep at night quite easily? Mm. I would be able to sleep quite easily if I had five or six grand in my pocket. And, and Niall, it seemed at the start of the show that you were kind of making excuses for this behavior. I think you'd be the first type of person. I know you said you did it before and that you, 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 know, you said, no, I don't want the money. Free money is free money. <laughs> but hold on. Now, to clarify, I did say to them I didn't want the money. And they said, well, look, we'll send you 1,500 euro if you sign this form. Can you, yeah, you know, Pinocchio they, nose is growing. No, <laughs> sign this form saying that you're not going to put in a third party claim. And I went, yeah, oh, no. okay. Yeah. No, hold on a second. And you I said, but I, and I remember before. saying, I remember saying to her, "What's that? What's that money for? Oh, it's just to cover any future doctor's expenses you might have." No, and I, and I did tell them I was fine. Okay, and, and and okay, so you told them you were fine. So while you're up there in your high horse, why couldn't you have continued on saying it's fine? I'm telling you, I don't want the money. You can legally refuse money, but you went. Mm, but they, but they, what they want is you can tell them you're fine and you don't want anything off them. But then what happens is that case is then open. It's still open. They want all those cases Not closed. Your problem. Yeah, well, somebody somebody within an insurance company gets a bit of commission or a bonus. I don't know what they get. If they close a case, I imagine that's the way it works. I don't know how insurance works, but I'm assuming that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but now, my, my point is you could have point blank refused the money. Or I could have said, I feel a twitch coming on in my neck yeah. and got and five I grand. I disagree with you. I wouldn't disagree with you. But I wouldn't who, do that, but... 
Why what would I do that? What is the main problem? Why do people have a problem with this? Is because they say their insurance price is going up. That is bullshit. It's not going up because of people making fake claims. It's going up because it people is. are making big money. No, it's not. It's yes, absolutely it is. not. What's the, what's the insurance board, them guys who pay out the money every year? What's all oh, Simi. Assholes. You? Simi. Simi or Simi. What's it? The, for the, the, uninsured, the Bureau of Uninsured Drivers. Yes, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that those guys. So they they pay out a shitload of money yeah, but, every year. Yeah, but it, but but, but every insurer is paying for them. You're paying about ten percent. There's a levy on your insurance to cover that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Niall, that do you think that they're still not profiteering on that ten percent? Nope. No, well, they wouldn't be because they're an organisation. They're basically there to no, fund I mean, uninsured drivers. They they're not they're a not for profit organisation. I you, mean, the insurance companies. Oh no, the insurance companies are profiting. Of course they are. Of course they are. They're making... Billions. I said billions earlier. That's a stupid thing. Trillions. Yeah, They're making trillions. And I can't understand why everybody thus far is villainizing a guy for saying he was hit. So let's we've all got this straight. He was minding his own business. Some idiot ran into the back of him. And now he has the opportunity to make a few quid where nobody gets hurt. But he's the big bad villain in all of this. All right, let's go to Miriam. Say there, Steve. Miriam, hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. Miriam, you've heard the argument. Well, according to Steve, sure, why not? Everybody else is making money out of us. Why don't you? Oh, it's not. It's disgusting. It's, it, 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 it's, um, it's not right. I mean, if you're not, if, if you're, my insurance went up. Um, I mean, I used to always run around three, three, four hundred euros. It went up to six, six ninety something last year. And I changed and I went to chill and I got it down to four hundred. Yeah. So you come back to me this year. Went back yeah, that's who I'm with. I'm with chill insurance. Yeah. And I went back to Aviva this year and I got it down to 350 euro. Okay. It pays to shop around, but it's not right with the way they're putting it up. And they ha- they are putting it up because people are claiming when they're not seriously injured. Now, I can put my hand in my heart and say I've had to claim because the car was damaged a couple of times. Yeah. If somebody hit me or whatever, I had a head on where the glove compartment came down on my legs and I had to claim. Yeah. But... I, could, I wouldn't have it on my conscience to claim if I didn't have to claim. If you didn't have an injury. Yeah, or you didn't have damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah or if I, didn't, yeah, if I didn't have damage. I wouldn't have it on my conscience. Mm. So do you think it's bad luck money, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ill, ill-gotten gains, as they say. Yeah, there you go, Steve. Ill-gotten gains. Uh, Niall, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm just looking at something here. Insurance, uh, insurance companies made 176 million in profit last year in Ireland, in, in Ireland alone yeah, yeah. on car insurance car insurance yeah. now you know yeah, as well but it's the same with house insurance as well they, they, they could cut your insurance costs premiums in half and as the insurance company they should be taking on the liability of maybe somebody doing what this guy wants to do that shouldn't be at the cost of the customer. That should be at the cost of the insurance company. The whole idea of insurance is taking risks, as we know. Mm. So these insurance companies are assholes. They're robbing us left, right, and center. So rather than that lady come on here and give out about people who are making fake claims, give out about the insurance companies. Well, she did give out about the insurance Well, no, she didn't. She said she's getting a good deal. Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay, well, she is getting a good deal. You know what I mean? At 300 and whatever really? it is. Really? Well, three hundred and something. Really? Thousand. Yeah, that's a good deal. No, no. Here's the thing. How much is how much is your car? Not your. Won't ask your car. How much is a car worth? Average car. Pfft, Ten grand. Average. Okay. And, average. And what's the 
what's the average insurance cost? Probably 600, I imagine. How much is a house worth? You see where I'm going with this? 300,000. Yeah. Now, how much is the average insurance cost? Four or 500. But, yeah, so but, but, yeah, but, ha- but, yeah, but no, 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 no. But, yeah, but you're looking at risk, right? When a house mm-hmm. is broken into, the damage is a lot less than the claims because there's very few personal injury claims unless the burglar beats you up in the house. There's very few personal injury claims. So all you have when you have house insurance claims, there's very few doomsday situations. Like how many houses do you hear burning down? It doesn't happen too often, thankfully. There are more claims put in for home insurance than there is car insurance. Absolutely. But those claims are usually for things like jewellery, watches, you know, something that's been stolen, which is a monetary amount of money, probably a few grand. It's not, it's not a big yeah. thing. And, and by the way, they normally, most of those claims, they'll normally have an excess in the policy of about 450, 500 or something on the policy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And they will normally, people in the house go, Jesus, you know what? Me Rolex rock watch, that was there as not, well. It's not that, that easy. You need to have a photograph of the Rolex watch, a receipt for the Rolex, and a picture of you wearing your Rolex. You can't just <laughs> yeah. tell an insurance company you have a you Rolex watch. Things, the vast majority Where are you going with this? The point Miriam is making is it's ill-gotten gains, it's bad money, it's good. It's not going to bring you any luck. It's fraud. Okay, the, ins- the insurance companies are getting ill-gotten gains, Niall, too. And they're rubbing their hands together. And they get away with it. But we won't give out about these people. Miriam will come on and she will give out about the ordinary Joe who got hit, by the way. It's not like he's guilty. Yeah, but he's not injured. He's not injured. No, No, I will give out about the insurance company. Hang on. I will give out about the insurance company. It's the people themselves. They should vote by changing the insurance company because if you change every year you're, you'll get you'll get your smaller insurance you don't have to stick with the higher rate of insurance so i can give out about the insurance company just as quick because if it goes to five six hundred euro i will walk and i will go to another insurance company they won't get the money from me that year so they're the ones that are going to lose out if the people and the foolish people are paying this five six hundred seven hundred euro for their car insurance, it's their own tough shit. I'm not paying that. I will go check and get a cheaper rate. You go, Miriam. There you go. There, Miriam, I, I, I told you. And you know what? Miriam is right. When you get your, your renewal, and I say this to everybody, a little bit word of advice, you get an email with your renewal right. saying 550 quid, uh, online price only, renew here to get the discount, right? Don't ever renew online. I, this is just my word. You can take anybody else's advice you want. Don't, I always ring them and say to them, hey, I just got a cheaper quote off somebody else. Oh, hold on, we'll come back to you in a second. And they go off, they go on hold, and they come back, oh, yeah, we can knock 70 quid off that. They will always mm-hmm. take money off it. Always. Yeah. Well, Niall, and here's, if they don't, here's you the walk. thing. If you don't, yeah, you tell them you're going to walk. Miriam, you, you sound very angry at such a tiny, <laughs> minor situation. Oh, no, I'm not. I am you did. not. Before the ad break, I could hear you chomping at the bit. You were all, rah, 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 before I even before you even came on. I could hear you doing that. And now yeah, you come on out and you you're just blowing. You were talking. Yeah, you're you're blowing yeah. hot air. Well, hold on. Why are you giving are you out doing? to me? Because I because I'm saying because I'm saying this guy should take no, an opportunity. You- to take get no, a few no, quid because he he no, stuck for cash. It's ill. It's ill gotten. We could all could we all could say the same thing. Yeah, go it's for it. Knock fault. yourself he, out. He, I won't. I won't money. complain about you. I won't complain uh, if you've I, done that. I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it no, to anybody. No, you're, it's no, you're not, not complaining. Right. It's not. No, no. It's not right. It is not right. Okay. 
Okay. Well, well, here's the thing, Miriam. I know it's not right. You know it's right. right. Steve, in his heart of hearts, sure. knows it's not right, but he's not going to condu- or condemn the, op- the opportunities to do it. So why are we allowing solicitors to do it? Because solicitors are the ones that normally do this on behalf of people because they'll take the five grand claim, take one and a half for themselves, or, you know, if it's including costs or plus costs, they get about one and a half thousand for themselves, for their business, and you get your five grand. Everybody's happy. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but are they? But are they happy? Miriam, if you gave me five grand tomorrow, I'd be happy. <laughs> but that's you. But you won't take the money. But I mean, I how did you get it? How did you get it? No, if you just gave it to me as a gift, I'm saying, Miriam, I'd be happy. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm no, just no. saying. No, but I'm just saying, as I said, ill-gotten gains, are you going to be happy down the line with it? No. You're not, because it's going to yeah. be on your conscience as to how you got it. <laughs> hold, on a se- hold on a second. I would be perfectly fine if some arsehole ran into the back of me and I was completely innocent in it and I went, oh yeah, I feel a bit of a twinge coming on. Why would I feel guilty about taking money oh, no, from I, an insurance you, you, company? No, no. no. Well, you think why, that's why should it's you because, feel guilty? It's because, no, no. It's because people are making the false claims. That's why the insurance is going up. The more no, people that were genuine no, and did not claim... No, 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 no. It's the more people uh, that had genuine claims that didn't ca- cause it, the insurance would come straight back. Well, uh, Miriam, I, I'm going to disagree with you, and we've talked about this earlier in the show, that if you look at the, the data that came out today, actually, you can see the graph for the last 10 years. Claims have been coming down for years now, and yet the insurance prices are still going up. So I wonder why. So there's there's there is no absolute no direct connection between at the moment it seems the price of claims and the and and the cost of insurance. Because I worked last night. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, ma'am. I said I didn't see that in the news today because yeah. I I slept was sleeping today because I worked last Look night. Look at you sleeping all day, Miriam. Well, no, I worked. I, I'm I'm in healthcare, so I worked last night, and I'm I'm actually working at the moment, so I have to go now in a few minutes. All right, probably why you're cranky. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> no, I'm never cranky. Actually, how dare you? How dare you? you? Know, how, dare you? how dare you, Steve? Miriam, I let you go because I know you have to get back to work. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Keep up the good work, Miriam. Thank you. All thank right, you. see you. Bye. Let me go to Eric. Eric, hi. How are you? Very well, no thanks. Uh, yeah, just interesting one there. Um, I actually would agree that if, if they're going to offer you money because you were you, you were someone crashed into, you absolutely take it. The insurance companies make, as, as you can see, they got to about 175 plus million. I think the biggest problem, though, is what the insurance companies actually pay out. Uh, I was being a dickhead a couple of years ago, not long after I bought my car and I lost control. Now, thankfully, it was late at night, uh, and I just knocked over a pillar outside someone's house. Okay. Completely my own fault. Very lucky. Learned my lesson. Yada yada. They paid out five and a half grand for the pillar. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, literally, all they had to do was pick up the pillar, put a bit more, they put some more cement in to stop it falling over, and then I think there was wooden beams between it and another pillar they might have fixed. Yeah, I made, I made a mine hit a telegraph pole once years ago. This is about twenty-five years ago, and it was eighteen hundred quid for the telegraph pole. Yeah. Like, mm. The, wood, the wooden wood. Yeah, and if a friend of mine is in property maintenance, and I said it to him, because I was thinking of paying it myself, because I was like, I don't want to claim on the insurance, they'll ride me forever. And he was like, well, in fairness, my brother was just like, go through the insurance, worry about it next year, that's what it's there for. And my buddy was like, they'll pay out five and a half grand. And I was like, not in, a mi- not in a million years because you pay out five and a half grand for the damage. Because I wasn't claiming on my car, that was my own problem. Yeah. Uh, I was just, and, uh, they 
like he was five and a half grand they came back. Yeah, that's that's, man, that's mental because they can. That's what I said earlier on. When they know it's an insurance claim, they can charge what they want. Mm. Well, Niall, here's like, a shocker for you. Yeah, here's a shocker for you. Years ago, I crashed into a uh, traffic lights. Uh, it was at a pedestrian cross, and like that, it was late at night time. But I had fallen asleep behind the wheel, and I went straight through these traffic lights. Now, there was I only hit the one, but I ended up going to court, and I was charged twelve thousand euros to fix the traffic lights. And it was about two years later I came along and I seen the, the new traffic lights. They had fixed the ones on both sides. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I had to pay for two sets of traffic lights. <laughs> you should have been, you shouldn't have fallen asleep behind the wheel. You should have known you were going to fall asleep, shouldn't you? I, 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 was, I was walking late. I was walking late, Niall. That's all it was. People do that. They make mistakes. Thank God nobody was hurt. But we can see how litigious it is that even, I, who was it, that gets the money for that, the county council? I, I assume it's the council. But here's another thing that always, I always wondered about, and I'll say this to both of you. So you're in a crash, and let's say you're a little bit injured, okay? Not badly injured, but, you know, your neck or something is hurting and you have a cut in your head or something like that, right? So the ambulance is called, and you're carted off in the ambulance to hospital. You spend the night there. They patch you up, a few stitches on your head, and you're grand out the door, right? Your insurance is charged 800 quid for the ambulance to come and probably the fire brigade as well. They'll arrive as well, right? 800 quid each for the two of them. If you didn't have insurance, or let's say you were just walking down the road and you hit your head, there would be no charge. Nope. So it's only because you're insured they charge it. So it, it is opportunistic of insurance companies or of organizations like, you know, the ambulance, oh, well. the county council or whoever it happens to be. It is opportunistic. Like in your case, Eric, where you were charged a ridiculous man for a pillar. Like it was bonkers. It, and that's my thing. It's like, to be honest, I was delighted I went through the insurance company because I just I didn't have to worry about it. The next year it only went up about 300 quid. I couldn't give them my credit card details fast enough because I reckon states, you know, they got it wrong or something. Um, but, yeah, my thing was just, at no point did they ever contact me saying, you know, this is the quote that we're putting in, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to see if you can get something cheaper? You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And but it, my, my buddy, who was in property maintenance, straight away, he's there, five, five grand minimum. I was like, there's not a hope. But, again, I think he may see this all the time. Small thing, whatever way they work it, how they're working it, I don't know, because, as I said, like... There wasn't more than a, a I know, yeah. It's probably a, a hundred quid on a bag yeah. of cement. That's a, and, and maybe ten quid for a tin of black paint to paint yeah. it again. Listen, Eric, thanks very much indeed. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Steve. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.